Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. First first uh, road game uh, on October 1st uh, when we traveled to Houston and uh, uh, came away with our first win was... Uh, Obviously, a historical time in our franchise, and one that's uh, documented uh, in the history of the franchise. Uh, and then on uh, October the eighth, uh, we had our uh, the following week we had our first victory over uh, Pittsburgh, which was even bigger because Pittsburgh was the uh, division champs. And uh, it uh, was just uh, a real special time. The uh, next season, uh, you know, we we call our dream season the 1996 season, is that uh, we obviously in the off season had been able to uh, bring in uh, more free agents, had another uh, very effective draft, and uh, felt that. Uh, that we were going to be a much more competitive football team. When we started our football program, and, and our vision was that we would be a competitive franchise in the, the third and fourth year, that we would be able to compete with the elite teams in the NFL. And I, I guess uh, the real turning point of uh, being a serious contender uh, was the uh, five-game winning streak uh, that we had we put together in the 1996 season that uh, that put us into the playoffs and everybody will remember our last game here at Altel Stadium when uh, we uh, played uh, Atlanta and uh, Atlanta came down to uh, the last uh, play of the game and we're in field goal position and Morton Anderson, who probably has never missed a field goal from 30 yards in, uh, kicks a field goal, hits the goal post, and the uh, field goal bounces uh, wide and no good, and that gave us uh, a playoff spot. Uh, everybody, uh, all, all the media was... Uh, saying that Jacksonville didn't have a chance. We had to uh, uh, travel to Buffalo uh, the following week to, as a wild card to, uh, to play uh, in Buffalo in, in cold weather, which we hadn't played in uh, very much, and no one gave us a chance. So uh, we go to Buffalo, and we win. And then... Uh, the following week on uh, January the 4th we had to travel to Denver to play uh, the Denver Broncos who were picked to uh, to win by a huge margin and the Jaguars were able to pull up pull an upset victory which 
probably is chronicled as the biggest upset in NFL history because we were 14-point underdogs going into that game, and no one gave us a chance to, uh, to win that game. And on January the 12th, we, we traveled to Boston to uh, uh, play the New England Patriots in the AFC Championship game, and we really uh, had a chance to win that game. I don't think at the time I really appreciated how hard it was to get to that point. I, I you know, it uh, almost came too easy for us, uh, and not that it was easy. Uh, Coach Kaufman will tell you that it was not easy at all, but uh, I did not appreciate how hard and how close we were uh, in our second year to the Super Bowl. And uh, now I have much more respect for uh, that, uh, how, how difficult it is uh, to get to that level. And that teams have been in this uh, league for 30 and 40 years and have never reached that pinnacle. So it's, uh, it's something that uh, I know that uh, it's very special and that uh, it's not, not very easy to get there. As we uh, progressed uh, in '97, you know, our, we we again uh, have set our goals that each year that uh, we want to be a better football team, and that uh, we go back to the drawing board and, and analyze our football team and see how we can uh, improve going into the next season. And obviously, in '97, uh, uh, we had 11 victories. That was. Uh, uh, under very difficult circumstances, uh, Mark Brunell went down with a, a knee injury in uh, preseason, and uh, we had to play uh, uh, three different games, uh, two different games, uh, with our backup quarterbacks. Uh, Mark uh, when Mark Brunell went down, uh, uh, Rob Johnson came in and and. Uh, won a, a big game against uh, Baltimore and uh, and was injured in that game and then we we had to uh, play the next game with uh, against the New York Giants with uh, Steve Matthews who played brilliantly and won that game and uh, Mark came back uh, uh, on September 22nd uh, on Monday Night Football uh, to play against the Pittsburgh Steelers and at home and we were able to win that game so uh, again in 97 we uh, clinched a uh, wild card playoff berth and, and uh, lost in a playoff to uh, Denver uh, in 97 in 98 uh, you know we uh, had some great moments because we uh, had an opportunity to play both of our uh, Florida rivals, uh, Miami uh, and uh, Tampa Bay and Miami was Monday night, October the 12th uh, was the largest crowd that we'd ever had at Altel Stadium and uh, we were able to, to beat Miami and then on November 15th uh, again uh, against uh, Tampa Bay uh, we had uh, our second largest crowd and, and, and 
we were victorious over uh, Tampa Bay. Um, we played, uh, we won our first uh, division title in 98, which is, you know, a special milestone in the franchise history, is the AFC Central uh, champions. Uh, we uh, played our first home playoff game uh, in 98, which again was a, another milestone against the New England Patriots, uh, which was a very satisfying win because they are the ones that uh, kept us from going to the Super Bowl. And uh, then uh, this, uh, we were able to uh, travel to New York and play the New York Jets on January the 10th, but uh, obviously lost and now we're looking back at uh, saying that uh, we had a great season, 12 wins, so we've continued to uh, progress as a football team. And, uh, you know, now we're back at the drawing board and saying how do we uh, take the next step and how do we improve uh, our football team as we approach the 99 season. Uh, we, we've... Uh, made uh, some important decisions for the franchise in terms of uh, uh, Tom Coughlin's contract has been renewed, uh, extended uh, through 2003. Tom has done an outstanding job of building our football operations. Our, uh, our administrative staffs have, uh, have had uh, continuity. We haven't lost any of our senior people. So we think we're well positioned now as a as a organization to uh, continue to grow and and uh, take the franchise to the to the next level. And I have to to go back and say that uh, there's so many people uh, that have really contributed uh, to the success of the Jaguars. Uh, as I said earlier, uh, you know, Ed Austin. Uh, was certainly a visionary that uh, I don't believe that that without a politician of his commitment to the community um, and, and vision for the community uh, that we would have ever gotten the lease deal done here in Jacksonville because at the time uh, 124 million dollar commitment uh, to uh, not rehab, but tear down the old Gator Bowl and, and rebuild it uh, was a major, major commitment. And uh, to his credit, uh, he had a vision. He he knew what NFL would do for Jacksonville, and he was able to uh, stay the course and, and and get that done against a lot of odds. Uh, certainly, uh, Mary Delaney has been a huge. Uh, supporter of the Jacksonville Jaguars and was instrumental in, in negotiating of the lease and, and certainly uh, uh, a person that uh, uh, believed in uh, Ed Austin's vision and, and shared his vision of that uh, the Jaguars would uh, make a huge contribution. Uh, people like Adam Herbert and Carl Cannon, Don Davis, uh, I mean, on and on and on uh, of the business community that uh, that bought into the vision of the NFL and that uh, what it would do for our community and supported the effort of the NFL now and I, I do as I said before I, I don't believe that uh, that we would have gotten this football team 
had the city not stepped up and demonstrated to uh, the NFL owners that uh, that Jacksonville was really a uh, market that was ready for NFL football by uh, selling the 10,000 club seats in the 10 days. Uh, you know, the the challenges of the lease negotiation were ugly at times, but in the end, uh, you know, it was a it was a package that was competitive, uh, that allowed us to uh, do the things that we would have to do to be competitive with Baltimore and, and St. Louis, and uh, and put a uh, competitive uh, football team on the field and and have the uh, resources uh, to compete with the uh, larger markets. Uh, you know the uh, when you th- when you think about uh, how how that vision of of bringing NFL to uh, to to Jacksonville is that uh, we have uh, televised every game that's uh, the Jaguars have ever played uh, all the playoff games and. Uh, you know, I think that uh, only uh, six uh, other teams have—I'm uh, not sure of that though. I, I believe that only six other teams have have, have always had uh, uh, those kind of uh, uh, blackouts. Or I, I correct myself and say there's there's only uh, uh, we're one of six teams that have uh, have had. Uh, Three straight trips to the playoff, and uh, you know the television exposure that uh, the city has gotten. Uh, I think uh, one of the things that that probably showed up this week uh, is Jacksonville was selected uh, uh, the the uh, top city in America uh, by site selectors as a as a city to. Uh, Look at in terms of relocating businesses. So I think that uh, that it has been a win-win for both uh, Jacksonville and the franchise in terms of uh, uh, attracting uh, national attention for our city and uh, our being able to uh, put a, a very competitive uh, team on, on the field. Um, our goal continues to be that uh, we have to uh, take our team to the next level. Our ultimate goal, obviously, is to bring a Super Bowl uh, a championship to Jacksonville and maybe uh, even a Super Bowl in the future to Jacksonville. We certainly uh, have the uh, facility. We certainly have the uh, climate. Uh, and I think we would be a great host city for a Super Bowl. And our commitment to uh, to become uh, to, to continue to uh, to be the best we can be off the field in terms of uh, giving back to the community, both through uh, our organizational efforts and the Jaguar Foundation. That uh, that uh, we are we are, we we have demonstrated that uh, that we are good corporate citizens, and that uh, we want to continue to uh, work uh, very hard to. Uh, Earn the respect and, and uh, of our fans, both on and off the field. Um, and I guess 
with that, uh, you know, we have to continue to work toward those goals and uh, see where the future takes us. But we believe it'll take us to uh, to a higher level in, in both uh, uh, winning on the field and and obviously uh, the things that we can accomplish uh, in our community. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.